Welcome to No Compromises, a peek into the mind of two old web devs who have seen some things. This is Joel. And this is Aaron. Every now and then there'll be these uh, online code puzzles and developers get, well, myself included, get kind of excited about it. Like, ooh, this is fun. This is challenging. Um, and generally I'll do one of those and then Aaron will be like, Joel, what this other work isn't done. Why are you doing this? And I'm like, shut yeah, up. Yeah, I'll be like, why don't, why don't you do the task that we're three weeks behind on? <laughs> yeah, I'm not three weeks behind, like a, a day behind. Four weeks. Anyways, um, so the reason I bring that up is because yesterday I was working a bug that was really thorny. And I thought like, hey, this is actually like one of those code puzzles and just kind of reframing it in my head that way made it more fun. So I thought for today's hmm. topic, we could kind of go through that bug and some of the things I did to try to understand it and solve, ultimately solve it. And as always, maybe try to come away with some, some takeaways, like some principles when we all have bugs, right? Like how do we triage them? How do we reproduce them? Where do we hmm. reproduce it? You know, how, how do we get to the root of the matter? So I think the the first um, thing we've mentioned before is like, don't get too stuck or don't take too long on a bug. Like try, oh, to, sure. try, try to prioritize it and everything. Yeah. So I'll start out with the embarrassing part about this story, which was this was actually my bug. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I ran into this issue and I, I went down kind of the troubleshooting rabbit hole. And I said, well, I don't really need to fix this until later. Mm-hmm. And I know Joel has some time coming up for this project. So, yeah. uh, and we talked about it, um, but I decided that like I could continue the pro the project because I'm the main developer on it and I have familiarity with all of it. And it, you know, this, this, we don't need familiarity with the project per se to solve this bug. Right. Yeah. So it was easier for me to say, well, I've spent a couple hours. I'm going to give it to Joel. <laughs> so I, I, th- I think that the first core principle I'm trying to make here is, you know, deciding like, first of all, even when you have a bug, who is the best person, you know, to solve it or what makes the most sense. Yeah. And it's not, it's not saying like, if you generate a bug, you should definitely not fix it, but it's after a while. Like, right. you know, if you tried to make some decision, you tried to make some progress and you haven't, what's the next step? Well, am I the best person to solve this? Yeah. And, and to cut you some slack, Aaron, this is an app that's not in production yet. Right. So these aren't users encountering mm-hmm. these bugs and we're like triaging it, but, but it's something we encountered in the course of development. I suppose I should say what it is. Um, we've been kind of teasing this whole time, but the issue had to do with uploading a CSV file and using the Laravel file validation rules to say, Hey, is this a CSV file? You know, the mind types rule mm-hmm. and like you had it working and then all of a sudden it wasn't working. And like, no matter what CSV file you uploaded, it would just say, this is not a CSV file. I forget the, the specific text of the error, but it, it was that mime types error failing. We're like, what is happening? Why, why is this not working? Um, and so I think when you were working on it, you had, you had even thought, well, maybe this is just something about our Docker environment. You know, we use Alpine Linux as the, the main image and it's pretty stripped down and, and maybe it's missing like the, the magic what is it called? Magic, magic or, or yeah, magic mimes or whatever it is. Yeah, and and so that that's kind of why we punted. And then it wasn't until later when we pushed it up to a staging environment and it happened again. It's like, oh no, this is actually a real bug we have to figure out. So um, the first thing I like to do is, of course, to reproduce the issue. And so this is kind of where I hit my first head scratcher because on the page where we where you can upload the file, we provide a file template. 
you know, so like click this link, download a CSV file, put your data into it and re-upload it just to make it easy. Mm -hmm. And so if I downloaded the file and immediately re-uploaded it, it worked. It's like, great, thank you, all done. If I opened that file in, I'm on a Mac. And so by default, I think it opened in the, the numbers app that you get from Apple. And if I resaved it as a CSV, I made no changes to the file and I uploaded that, it didn't work. And I'm like, <laughs> what is happening here? Come on. So then I thought, well, you know, maybe numbers is weird. I'll use Excel. I, I, I have um, an Office 365 subscription or whatever. So I, I have Excel on my machine. I did the same exercise. I opened the downloaded template. I resaved it from Excel to a CSV, no changes. Tried to upload it to our app. It's like, nope, that's not a CSV. And so I, I'm kind of pulling my hair out at that point. Like, what is, what's going on? So uh, before you continue on here, I know mm -hmm. we have some, li some listeners that aren't programmers. Okay. Um, and so if, you, if you're not a programmer and you work with programmers, yeah, there's things we can do to, to like not work. But also there's other things that are like, we're like, no, we were trying to figure out how to do an upload and it took a whole day. This is an right. example of why. Like, right. So far, you, there's no clear reason why this is happening. No, no, exactly. It's like the file is the same. So then I got a little smart. I'm like, you know what? I can take, because I th this is actually a perfect situation. You have one thing that works and you have another thing that doesn't work. I don't know why, what the difference is between them, but having like a good test case and a bad test case is hugely helpful to debug an issue mm -hmm. like this. I, it's much worse to like, it, it just doesn't work at all and I can't figure out why. So really that that's the second um, mm -hmm. I, the thing that you wanna cover here is, yeah. is do, you know, making sure that you can kind of duplicate the error, but also it really helps if you can find a scenario where it's not a problem as well. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Um, so having that in hand, I, I have a tool I like to use for comparing files called Beyond Compare. Uh, you know, I like paying for stuff, Aaron, and it's it's a paid program. So, yeah, um, but it, it has a, it has a mode when I did did the diff. It actually is smart enough to know, oh, these are CSV files. So it kind of compares them in a tabular format. And it's like, no, nope, they're the same. I'm like, no, they're not. Because I could see on disk they, like they were one byte difference file size. <laughs> so I overrode its helpful, you know, auto file detection. I said, no, just give me like a hex dump and compare it. Like I want to see the bytes by bytes. And well, sure enough, when I did that, I could see the the file on the left that worked used Linux line endings, you know, slash n uh, or backslash n. And um, the file on the right was using Windows for some reason, you know, backslash r backslash n combined. And I said, oh, there we go. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I edited the file manually to backslash n, uploaded it, still didn't work. Still didn't work. Still didn't work. I'm like, come on. And I think you and I were even pairing on this. And maybe you pointed out the another difference is the file on the left, the good file, had a trailing line ending. So at the end, so the, the CSV file was a header row and then two rows of data. But at the end of the second row of data, the last line in the file, it also had a line ending. Um, and well, and, and, the, and the reason I noticed that is because Right now we're using a package from um, PHP League called, you mm -hmm. know, their CSV. Yep. But before that, back in the day, mm -hmm. um, when you had to read this in with, you know, fget CSV and stuff like that, the issue we'd run into a lot of times is there'd be that trailing line break. And so the last result you get in was just an empty row. 
Right. So I, I was familiar with like a lot of CSVs have a trailing line break. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of what made me notice. I'm like, well, yours doesn't. No. It, yeah. And so that was the difference though. The file on the right, the file not working didn't have one. So then what did I do? I added a trailing line break, uploaded it and it worked. And I'm like, oh, well, clearly this need, somehow needs a trailing line break in order to detect the file type. And that just spoiler, that was not this. That was not the solution. <laughs> um, but I felt like we were moving kind of closer to it. So then I'm thinking, well, how, how do we fix this? So I, I dug into the validation rule and I saw it was using uh, the underlying Symfony uploaded file, which was using the Symfony MIME uh, composer package, which when I dug all the way into that was using PHP's native file info extension. And so seeing that whole traversal of things, my instinct was then, all right, well, I'm going to, I'm going to take it out of this app. I think we've had an episode about this. And I, I went to PHP eval and I did like the smallest reproducible test case I could not using Laravel, not using the symphony mine package, not using an uploaded CSV, but like raw text write it to a temp file, and then have this file info extension tell me what is it. And sure enough, I was able to get one to come back text CSV, one to come back as text plain. And by playing around with it, what I realized was happening is the file, the the trailing line ending was kind of a red herring, but also it was sort of the solution because it needs to have three lines of data in order to detect it as CSV. So the trailing line, even though what, the next what, line, yeah. What needs to have three lines? The CSV file we're uploading. No, no, I mean, like, what what piece of code requires that? Uh, see, I okay, I didn't dig completely into it. I tried okay. looking at, like, the PHP source, and it, it was calling out to another C library called libmagic, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not going to figure that out. But that's that's ultimately what it's relying on. There's that magic file database which comes from libmagic. I was able to see PHP like patches it a little bit to, to make it work inside of PHP. But ultimately, you know, the definitions for what is a JPEG, what is a PDF, what is a CSV all come from that, that other libmagic library. Okay. So, so yeah, that's what I was trying to ask is like, mm-hmm. was it, was it the Laravel code? Was it the symphony packages, all those that are, or no. was it the F, the F info uh, no. module in PHP? Well, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, once you get to F info, then right. you really can't do anything else. Yeah, exactly. I'm not opening a patch somewhere. And and honestly, it's probably not a bug. It's just maybe um, unexpected behavior on my part. And, and in reality, like you'd hardly ever run into this, right? Like who's going to upload a bulk CSV file that has two rows? Like it just it, right. like you can. But um, in reality, this probably never would have hit a user. It was just the the sample file we were using only had two rows. And these other tools don't do a trailing line. So it didn't hit that three line threshold. And it's like, oh, it must be just a plain text file. Hmm. So anyways, um, after having done that, I felt like a programming master, but also felt really <laughs> dumb at the same time. Yeah, that's <laughs> what programming should do to you. Yes. So the, the last takeaway I have from this, maybe a principle to share, was when I was going through this, at a certain point, it was like, um, I, I just wanted to know the answer. Like at, at a few <laughs> points in the process, we had come up with workarounds. Like we could just do this, we could do that. But I really wanted to know. And so I time boxed it though. I said, you know what? If mm. this isn't ready, if I don't have an answer by the end of the hour, I'm just going to use this workaround we talked about. 
And um, so that's another thing too, is like, <laughs> don't take it personal, you know, maybe bookmark it and come back to it later when the task is done. Um, but don't get so obsessed with finding something weird. If you have a valid workaround, sometimes that that's, that's an okay alternative. Yeah. Cause the client wasn't going to pay us to continue their research into this. They just want the product done. Right. So at some point we have to balance that with the amount of time we're spending. So good point. Do you ever notice how there's an inverse relationship between how well you know someone and how much you clean your house before they come over? First of all, that is a very programmer way to say it. But um, <laughs> I, I I haven't thought about that, but I'm starting to now. And I, I think I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like the better you know someone, you're like, oh, yeah, just come over or whatever. But if it's like a, a like a new friend or a brand new whatever, like mm-hmm. you tend to clean up stuff. But <laughs> if you've known a person for a while, you're like, eh, they'll yeah. just accept me and all of my garbage on the table. Mm hmm. Yeah, Aaron, it's, it's sort of like um, when we do video calls, our, our first ones probably were very pristine backgrounds. And now you can see like a, a heaping pile of Amazon boxes <laughs> behind me. And I just don't care anymore. Have you ever ran into this problem? Or do you even validate your MIME types when you upload your files? We have a whole book on the topic of validation, the different rules and how to use them. Head to masteringlarabelle.io and click on Validation Book.